It's Radio Free Tote Bag, episode three, the sour episode. <laughs> and I call it the sour episode because I'm drinking sour beer. And that's really not clever, even a little bit. Dono, who are you? <laughs> I am a 25-year-old white male <laughs> from a middle-class family, the target audience of the sour beer. <laughs> Named Dono, who is the host of Radio Free Tote Bag, and I am Arthur, the also host oh. of Radio Free Tote Bag. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I, I was, completely fucked up. I trying to set reading. you up for the intro, man. You did. Damn it. That's, All right. Let's, tr- let's try it again. It's rough let's out here. No, 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 no. <laughs> I like this. Yeah. It's got some character. This is dude. good. It's organic. It's real. This is real, man. Other, other radio shows? Fake. fake. Our radio show? Not, not fake. Not fake. Totally real. Uncut. Unscript. Well, a little cut. I cut it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit cut. For the not scripted, certainly not scripted. For the sour episode, I am enjoying uh, my usual beer of. You want to take a guess? I already told you earlier, but do you want to take a funny guess? Uh, PBR. It's a good funny guess. Uh, It's Miller High Life. Very, very close. Uh, I was going to be my second guess. I actually considered uh, Paps today, but I don't know. High Life doesn't have. There's something about, like, I think I've had enough paps in my life that it's, like, you know how if you uh, if you drink tequila and then, you know, you get sick off of it and then you drink tequila again, it's just never the same. I think I'm there with paps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me get one. Let me get a big pull off of this, boy. Yeah, this is the first time I'm drinking during this, and now I realize that we're going to get some drinking sounds. No, it's but perfect. As you mentioned before, man, this is some ASMR shit. Mm-hmm. We're going to broaden our audience here. People who like relationships and people who like mouth noises. <laughs> well, I had I had the the liquor curse on um, uh, Bombay Sapphire oh. for a bit, which is a weird one. Mm-hmm. And it, it was I had like a weird memory of it. I for some reason thought it was coconut flavored because we were. I was drinking in my buddy's fucking basement in high school, or we like mm-hmm. sixteen, right of his parents' liquor cabinet. And just pulled out the Bombay, and we're just drink. I think just drinking that shit straight, which is pretty pretty fucking gnarly. Bombay Especially Sapphire is a brand of of gin, am I right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. So it's so it's gin. I don't know why the hell I thought it was coconut. Like maybe the blue bottle and Bombay of like the uh, blue uh, Sonic slushy. Isn't there one that's coconut or right. something? I don't know. For some reason, I thought it was coconut. And, and the name not. sounds kind of tropical. It does. Uh, it definitely does. Yeah. But now it's just strong-ass gin. And now that's like that's like my thing to order at bars if I'm like lazy and can't think of a drink off the top of my head. Is the G&T. And tonic. Yeah, dog. Yeah, man. It's good. I'm, I'm well that's gin because I'm nasty and broke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will say I have a curse on well gin, too. Mm. Uh, at some point in college, our, our buddy Ashok got a bottle of... Uh, uh, Seagram's gin, mm-hmm. which is something like $10 for a handle. And yeah. I mean like a handle, yeah. like the big ass, the tankard gnarly handle. And I remember drinking that and getting a faint metallic taste in my mouth. <laughs> and uh, That's accurate. Everything was downhill from there. Yeah. I got the liquor curse off a of spiced rum and it stands to this day, like no spiced rum ever. Uh, I understand that. That's a filthy one. Yeah. That's like a college party staple, too. Yeah. I don't think I've encountered that since then. That, for me, came from an open bar at Scully's Music Diner in Columbus. Uh, oh, hell yeah. It was my first open bar I'd ever experienced. Uh, I was DJing that night, and my set ended with 15 minutes left on the open bar. So I went and made the most of it. <laughs> hell yeah. And I made too much of it. It was also the first night I ever got thrown out of a bar. Okay, what were you drinking for that 15 minutes, and about how many drinks do you think you managed to get down? I think I had six rum and Cokes. Fuck, damn, man. Yeah, in about 15 minutes, because I don't fuck around. Yeah. I remember scooting around on the floor in the bathroom. That was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I couldn't stand up, but I could scoot. Yeah. (laughs) Just scoot all the way home. (laughs) I ended up, uh, I threw up outside of Magnolia. And uh, I had a DJ gig that I was promoting um, for the following weekend. And my friends told me that, like, I would I'd be laying on the pavement, like face, like straight up in the gutter 
and then like somebody would walk by and I would pop up and I would instantly go like radio voice and be like, come and see me at <laughs> Circus on the 26th or whatever. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Always self-promoting. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's a unique, pr- I think if some drunken dude popped up and said that in a straight up radio voice, I, I think I'd be sold. <laughs> You'd be like, that I'm going to that show. how the fuck to party, man. This guy fucking parties. Yeah. I only got fall down drunk once in college. Really? It was, uh, I came back from the gym. I just started lifting. So I didn't realize like, if you don't eat afterwards and you try to drink, like your tolerance is just, you have nothing. Mm-hmm. It's gone. All your bloods and, and your muscles. Yeah, so I get home, my friends are like, we gotta like, we gotta head out. My other friend shows up with a bottle of Jack, and I'm like, I haven't fucking drank or ate. And he's like, oh, just do a couple do a couple shots of the Jack real quick. <laughs> and so I did, and then I filled my, uh, I filled a flask up with 100 proof vodka, which is basically Ugh. just gasoline. Yeah, paint thinner. Went to line up at some, some fucking terrible club in Columbus. I don't, I don't even remember where. And uh, apparently I was just like, standing in line was audibly just like nope and walked away and started walking up the street and a couple of my friends chased after me got me to the bus station like hey like jesus like we'll get you home like you know just chill and so apparently i sat there for all of 30 seconds and then again was just like nope (laughs) just started trucking back now our our apartment was just up high like on on mcmillan i think i remember that down yeah, 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 the, the gnarly-ass house. And we're down in the short north, so like it's it's literally a straight shot and a left turn to get home. Uh, and But I don't remember any of this. The only thing that I know is secondhand. My friend said I called him like 30 minutes later being like, I'm on North Campus and I don't know where I am. And they're like, how the fuck did you get to North Campus? Like, did you just sprint up High Street? And they're like, give us the intersection. I'm like, I can't read the signs. Somebody's trying to bug me. I gotta go. And they're like, oh, my God, like, what the fuck? So they they get into a car to go find me because they're homies. Somehow ascertain where the hell I am. They may have just driven down High Street because there was no way I was on North. Looking for the Blessed Dono. Oh, yeah. They found me slumped in front of the fucking White Castle on High Street holding that goddamn <laughs> flask. Not even close to North proof. Campus. No, no. I don't know where I got that idea. <laughs> I guess that is my little split second memory is I do remember looking at a street sign and being like, I literally can't read that. This is horrifying. <laughs> I've lost. The person trying to bug me was probably just some dude like, are you, are you okay? <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> oh man. How do you, uh, how would you feel about, uh, uh some questions? Uh, man, I was even thinking through some like good responses to like really pep up that uh, transfer into the questions, and I just forgot them all. <laughs> hit it! Because I was remembering, hit it was pretty good. Uh, let's go with uh, 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 rev up those questions. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Each week until we get uh, a call in line for the ability to have live conversations with, with you homies out there, we take questions from the uh, Our Relationships Board. And uh, we read them, and here we go. Uh, Pokemon Go affecting my 25F relationship with my boyfriend, 25M. My boyfriend and I have both been playing Pokemon Go since it first came out. We've gone through phases where we're more active and competitive in playing, and others where we won't open the app for a while. Mid-January, we found a group of players in our community, and we were invited uh, to their group chat on Discord. They use Discord to coordinate and do raids. There's even a way for him to get notifications on his phone about where Pokemon are spawning. Finding this community was fun at first. We got to do raids and meet new people while playing, but my my boyfriend has started playing really aggressively. I feel like he's taking it too far now. He doesn't drive, so no matter what we do, I drive. He puts so much pressure on playing, he puts stress on himself when he can't play or hasn't reached the goals in the game that he wanted. He'll be grumpy for the rest of the day, and if if I try to cut him short. When we go to places to do Pokemon hunting, he'll get too into the game and snap at me when I try to talk to him. He, quote, has to do at least a, one raid a day and aims for two, which I take him to. So I spend a good amount of time driving around the city to take him to do these Pokemon raids. I'm happy he's found a community of players who are just as passionate about the game as he is. And I love he- seeing him so happy while he plays uh, with these people. But I'm getting tired of how Pokemon Go centered he has become. I miss him. Casu- I miss playing casually with him. But now I don't want to play anymore because he sucks the fun out of it. I don't know what to do. Am I being unreasonable? And that was posted by, oh God, 
Soupy Poopy 666. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hold that until the, the end of the reading part. Perfect. Do people still play Pokemon Go? Apparently they play it aggressively. There's a dude yeah. up at the hobby shop who fucking talks about Pokemon Go all the time. Because that was, that was such a thing for a bit there, and then I, I feel like I haven't seen anybody doing that. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Yeah, Morty. Damn. Yeah. I'm just going to do a Ray compression for the entire... No, nah, man. This this beer is unusually carbonated. It's like very... It tastes it tastes kind of like wine. It's like a champagne sort of thing. But, but not the champagne of beers like the High Life that you were drinking. <laughs> we have some experience with uh, people sucking the fun out of games. Yes. Where um, we used to play uh, Overwatch and we would play competitively and it would just get, it would turn into a screaming match and it was a lot. Uh, yeah. I got to admit that I'm I'm that person sometimes too. I think I was usually good about like not antagonizing people. Yeah. But I do understand getting really into a game and then just getting like a- angry about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that, I think it is reasonable to be put off by that, especially seeing a third person, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you are, mm-hmm. uh, would be put off by that. Because, cause like, why, why are you even doing it at that point? Like, yeah. the whole point of games, at least in my mind, unless you're, you know, some sort of MLG type being paid yeah. person. Unless you're MLG It's supposed to be your free time. Like, yeah. so, I mean, that's kind of why we quit playing the competitive stuff is because mm-hmm. it just, it stops becoming fun. Yeah. Like, I don't want to come off from work and then just be pissed for three hours. Right. So, it sounds like that's what's happening to this guy. But that's a weird game. <laughs> it's a weird game to get competitive about. Pokemon Go. Yeah. Did you ever play this? I did. Uh, I have very fond memories about the day it came out, um, other than the servers being crashed, like yeah. going, going and finding your Charmander. It was, it was charming. <laughs> um, so, man, I think she's just got to, like, for one, since he doesn't drive and she's the only one that drives, uh, she's going to have to, I think, cut him off. She's going to have to stop driving him to shed. Mm-hmm. which will encourage him to get a driver's license, which uh, I, too, am guilty of being the guy in his 20s that doesn't have a driver's license. I don't know what kind of phenomenon that is. <laughs> have you never had one? Never had one. Dang. I turned 16 and was like, hey, you're going to help me get a car to my parents? And they were like, no. And I was like, fuck it. that's that's fair and then i lived in you know i lived in the city and i guess i have no excuse now i do have a learner's permit now and i'm planning on getting my license by the end of this month so hell yeah man that'll be changed up that'll be a big life moment (laughs) but yeah i'm 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 with you on her she she holds the cards in this situation there's no need to be you know aggressive about it because i don't get the impression that you know, this guy's intending to be a dick, but I think she just needs to bring up like, Hey, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be doing this for fun. And like, I was enjoying doing this with you, but you know, now you are getting so into this and so competitive about it that it is, it's not fun. Like this is making me feel shitty. Yeah. I I think it's about as simple as that. I think I you, feel like this dude will respond fine too. Yeah. Like you got to use I statements. You gotta be, it's gotta be about how you feel. Mm-hmm. You got to say that, like, uh, when you snap at me while we're playing Pokemon Go, I feel like I am devalued in this moment. Like, you don't care at all about me being here with you. <laughs> when you call out Charizard's name during sex, it makes me feel like <laughs> I am not enough for you. <laughs> I, I will light my ass on fire, grow wings, and roar. But it needs to be my name and not Charizard. Clarissa Zard. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That's the sexiest Pokemon I could think of off the top of my head is sure. Charizard. He's a pretty... I think that's also just the first one, but yeah, he's he's thick. I'm more he's into... got them big legs. I'm more into Mr. Mime. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, that those ones, the humanoid ones, always spooked me. Yeah, Jinx and uh, and Mr. Mime are particularly yeah, spooky. They're gnarly. Like what are these just like malformed humans and then yeah. they're just slaves to the yeah, Pokemon. And then people? they get fucking captured. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's slavery. I it's, don't like that. It's a wee bit much. Yeah. 
Not to mention, you know, Jinx was literally a blackface character. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a little, it's a little <laughs> fucked up. Come on, Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could do better. Well, the Pokemon Co. slash Game Freak slash Nintendo. Yeah, there's a million like monsters. Why did they have to be like? All right, a creepy, a creepy tiny clown man and a little a blackface uh, opera singer. Mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> here here's another idea for the for uh, for Soupy Poopy Six Six Six. She could suggest that he get dry, rides to the raids from these other people that he plays with. Oh, there you go. Like, take yourself out of that equation, like. Because if this thing, if this is a thing that he's really invested in competitively, but he, um, you know, but you're not as about it anymore, then you should like leave him to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just say, okay, well, if you're going to, if you're going to take this more seriously than me, then like, you know, more power to you, go get them Pokemans, uh, and, and just take a, take a sidestep to it. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a fair way to deal with it too. Let's see what Especially if he's just completely opposed to, you know, not even opposed, but just doesn't calm down. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could see some be like, "Oh yeah, totally," but then you just you just get get in the zone and get a, uh, you know, get salty. Yeah, I think I think that's a reasonable option. Yeah, Rabbity Rabbit says, "Stop driving him around. Only go when you want to play, or tell him not when he's trying to play." Obviously, pretty much what you wrote here. Uh, Ace King Queen Jack says, question, is he depressed? Sometimes people who are depressed about their own situation will begin to live vicariously through something else like a television program or video game, and it becomes their whole surrogate life. That's, that's definitely a possibility. Yeah. He's doing all this stuff and not, you know, getting a damn car. Yeah. Or a damn license. Okay, here here she responds to that and says, yes, he deals with it pretty well, but spring slash summer, he usually falls into a rut. Mm. That's unusual. That's like that's like the reverse, man. Yeah. <laughs> when the sun's out, that's when I'm good. I think it's when most people are good. Mm-hmm. This dude's like some sort of reverse, reverse sad. Reverse. Reverse seasonal affective. Yeah, I love that seasonal affective disorder is sad. <laughs> you know, you know, whatever fucking uh, psychiatrist... Our researcher was was coming up with that was just like oh, 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 oh fucking nice. nailed it. <laughs> yeah. uh, get it? It's it's sad. <laughs> you ready to move on uh, to that next question? Let's do it. Next question. Uh, my twenty four F no my twenty five F husband twenty seven M often makes jokes that he doesn't intend on living past fifty five and lives his life in a way that might make that reality. Shit, it's starting to really make me sad. <laughs> hey everyone, I'm not sure how much room I have to even be upset here, as this is something my husband I knew since before I married him. I guess it's just really starting to bother me. I uh, met him 10 years ago in high school, just a crush, a couple years ahead of me, uh, left town for a while, came back four years later, and when he and I re-met and started dating. Uh, I was so happy when we got together. My husband, my, oh, oh God, hubby. Hubsy. I fucking hate, th- I fucking hate that word. I don't want to go on too much of it. My, might have to my hubbubbin. I, yeah, I am irrationally fucking irritated by that word. It's so obnoxious. It's so obnoxious. Yeah. It's it always makes rough. me think of Tillitubby, like hubby <laughs> Tillitubby, and then I just think of like this goofy cartoon husband. Let's be let's thing. face it, most husbands are goofy cartoons. <laughs> it's true. With a TV on their stomach. Oh god. I can't get down to Tillitubby where I'm all cuz there is there's so much to talk about there. We're just going to derail the entire show. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Tillitubbies. Tillitubbies. <laughs> Say uh, TV hello. TV humanoids who subsist on fucking pink goo and hang out with their sentient vacuum. And the baby is a, the son is a baby. Yeah, man. Why is Damn. the son a baby? England's so yeah, weird. Yeah, man. The son's older than them. What are, what are we supposed to <laughs> understand here? Like, is it's, there a cycle of sons? This, this is, is the young Earth. One? This is young yeah, Earth. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a young Earth creationist show. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, man. Okay, but, but where were we? The hubby. That's good. Okay, Jesus Christ. 
I was so happy when we got together. My hubby is char... I can't do it, dude. I hate... I fucking hate it. You know how some people are put off by, like, moist? Yeah. I could, I'm just... I'm gonna fucking... You get douche chills off a hubby. Yeah. Oh, God. I was so happy when we got together. My husband is charming and sweet and very kind to me and others. He's truly the perfect person for me. He did have sort of a quirk, though, that he had basically since he and I began dating... He will often joke, and I use that term loosely, as he presents it as a joke, but I think it is at least half serious, that he does not want to get old and has no intention of living past about 55. Six months ago, we ran out to the local courthouse and got married. I can honestly say that saying my vows to him in a thrift store dress is the happiest moment of my life. Aww. That is pretty sweet. But marriage, I think, is changing my view of his attitudes toward life. Well, before it was just something he said and I would chuckle at, the more I pay attention to his life, the more I think he is really serious about it, and that makes me incredibly sad. He has a lot of habits that aren't great for his long-term survival. He used to smoke cigarettes. I got him to mostly stop that, and he did it because I asked, not out of any consideration for his own health, though he still smokes a black and mild most nights just just after getting off of work. He eats with basically zero regard to how it will affect him. He downs tons of energy drinks and coffee. He also rides rides a motorcycle with a bare amount of safety gear allowed by law. We had a discussion about it a few nights ago, and I think I undercovered something like, I I don't know, a phobia of getting old, maybe? I basically told him I really wanted him to try to be healthier so he'll last. And he basically said he would rather have half a lifetime that he enjoys instead of a long, full lifetime with salads and boredom. Goddamn. I, this is very familiar. I, I know a lot of people like this. this. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Mysterious, it posted by mysterious attempt, mysterious underscore attempt. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I recognize this. Yeah. I think I have a little bit of this for sure. I, I definitely do too. Um, it's funny, I actually had exactly this kind of problem in a relationship. Uh, the woman that I dated in college, um, we read an article that came out that was essentially said that uh, um, no one should ever consume cured meats at all. So like pepperoni, salami, jer- jerky, that kind of stuff. That that contains enough carcinogens to like guarantee that you're going to get some kind of bowel cancer. And that it should oh, never no. be consumed. And uh, <laughs> my my first reaction was like, man, I'll go good Slim Jim. And she got like really fucking angry at me. Yeah. And uh, like, I fully understand the, the, the position that like, you know, I want to spend my whole life with you and you're going to fucking die first. <laughs> like, this is bullshit. You're going to leave me behind. No, that, that that's scary. And beyond just like the idea of losing him, it's almost disrespectful to the relationship in a way. Yeah. Because you're like, you know, I know that you don't feel the same way, uh, but like I'm going to check out and, and leave you behind and I, I'd be I'd be fine with that. Yeah. But on the other hand, shitty. I, 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 I totally get this. I kind of have that same that same feeling, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I made those jokes. I actually had a girlfriend I dated for a while who it was on her end. Hmm. We were we were talking about future stuff, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be dead." But she said like 35 or something. Yikes! Which is, yeah, it's like what? That's full on <laughs> tragedy age. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's not even funny. And she would keep going back to it in like this very deadpan way, and that used to bug me out. Even though I, you know, I kind of I kind of get that same thing. But did she just like fucking blow coke constantly? Like, how does she plan on dying before 35? No, no, no. She she was pretty. You know, she she wasn't unhealthy or anything. She just kind of kept reiterating that. And I was like, maybe maybe it was forty five. Now that I think about it, but you know, young and right. certainly younger than even fifty five, which is still you know pretty damn young to right. be like I'm I'm gonna die then. Fifty is the new thirty. I'm told by sixty year olds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're hang, hanging with a lot of sixty year olds who are giving you that quip. <laughs> wow. Okay, I mean like three to four cups of coffee before work and probably two or three Red Bulls while at work. That is like a really intense amount of caffeine. Yeah, goddamn. Three to four cups of coffee, two or three Red Bulls. That's 
much more than is recommended. <laughs> that's not even. I don't. That's not even pleasant. No, dude's just got to be fucking vibrating. Oh yeah, you just you just get angry and you know vibrating between reference frames of reality. You drink that much caffeine. I don't get that either. If I drink more than two, all the positive effect is gone. I just start getting tired. I don't get increasingly more energetic. I fall off pretty hard after about two. Once you start developing a tolerance, though. Then it doesn't like I have a tolerance, man. I'm drinking. I'm drinking like a big ass pot of yerba mate every morning. And like big a pot of yerba mate go out the door. Yeah, but mate. <laughs> that, uh, that always cracks me up. Yep. Yeah. It's actually a it's actually a British leaf. Yeah. Yeah. They Salt call tea. it mate because it's such a good friend and tired mornings. Yerba friend. Yeah. Your yerba friend. That should be, oh, we should market a brand of yerba mate beverages called Yerba Friend. There we go. Yeah, the American mate. So let's see. Yerba Friend. So he rides a motorcycle with a bare amount of safety gear allowed by law. That sounds like a recipe for brain dead husband. Oh, yeah. Uh, motorcycles in general are, are, I'm sure, spooky for your loved one. Yeah. But then without the safety gear. Also, I I get... I get the whole, I don't want to make it to 80-something and, like, die in a nursing home. I get that. Yeah. When I said before I joke about this stuff, like, I, I at least have some sincere belief about that. I'd prefer that not to happen. And I think, you know, a lot of people our age do. I think part of that is because it's hard to conceive of what that's going to be like. Yeah. Most of your experience is just, you know, if you had grandparents in nursing homes, it's, it's super depressing to look at. Yeah. But there's a difference between that and just like partying a little hard and like this is actively like it's he's fucking 25 mm-hmm. this is shit that could like potentially kill him in the next five years it's not like you hit 30 and you know collapse into a hospital bed and need a nurse all the time mm-hmm. like this this seems like it's more than just fear of age and like more you know possibly suicidality mm. Or like a lack of commitment to life in general, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of a fear of a fear of the future more than just a fear of old age. Oh, I feel that. I feel that yeah. real. I feel that real good. Yeah. So if in in her position, I'd try to bring that up. I, you know, does she? She's saying she'll tell him to try to be healthier so he'll last. Grandparents, no part of getting old. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's what that seems like what this actually is. And on top of, you know, having a serious conversation and, you know, telling that person that you love them and want to spend their your life with them and don't want them dropping off at fucking, you know, 30 or 40. But also make uh, it clear would, that you're not trying to take away red meat entirely because No, exactly. Exactly. Cuz yeah, I'm I'm with this dude on uh, to some degree. Like it might not be worth, you know, like uh, food is such like a major part of of what gives me joy. Uh, definitely. I mean, and and drinking and doing, you know, stupid shit, there's a place for that. Mm-hmm. You know, but there is there's definitely the middle ground between I'm going to eat nothing but salads and drink water for the duration of my life yeah. and I'm never going to risk anything and what what this dude is doing. And then get hit by a bus. Yeah, like that. That's the worst. But that, part. that was going to be my other d- advice point is, you know, you you got to get in and and see if this has something to do with more than age, mm-hmm. because this seems like I was saying just more of a fear of just commitment to life in general. Commitment to life. That's the thing. And I I get that twenty five fucking mid twenties. You know, that, it's that's where I am. It's mm-hmm. a little scary. It's it's fucking. It's hard to conceive of like you know, a future working out, you know, yeah. if you have any sort of depression or anxiety, you can easily think of a million ways that terrible things could happen in your life. And it's sometimes hard to think of like how things could possibly work out in the face of all the garbage going on in the world, all the anxiety, et cetera, et cetera. Man, I'm almost, so, I'm almost 30. Imagine how that feels. Damn, man. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. You're Arthur's actually setting up his home studio, uh, in the, uh, 
Golden Acres Old Folks Home in Loveland, Ohio. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Broadcasting live. We'll take a break about halfway through so Doris can bring in his rice pudding and have him <laughs> regale her with tales of the Civil War that he didn't actually fight in. Do you remember how it used to be where there like it was just like horse shit everywhere instead of <laughs> That's that's your that's your go-to mem- potential yep. memory of the past. That's right. Horseshit everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> Every gutter was was uh, yeah, was lousy with horseshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh they didn't have they didn't have cars. So yeah, no, just horses. Just horses. Those horses, they were just dropping bombs all over town. <laughs> <sighs> Want to take a look at these comments or? I d- yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's see what how others are are reacting to this. The number one uh, comment here. Wow, and there are two hundred comments on this bitch. Uh, sleep addict asks or says, get life insurance for him to make sure that you and any potential children are taken care of if something happens. Wow, that's cold and awesome. Yeah. Uh, make sure you and him safe for retirement. Others have said fifty five seems old to him now, but it's not. Uh, three smoking drinking eating poorly has different effects on different people wow my greasy grandmother pretty much <laughs> smoked a pack a day and had a half a bottle of gin a day from 16 to 101 she died 102 insisting that her body was dying because i cut off her drink <laughs> edit great grandmother not greasy <laughs> but we've been saying greasy grandma for like days that's oh, insane that's so, that's so good that's oh, so man. good I refuse to believe that was an accident. No, my greasy grandma. Yeah. And he shouldn't have put the edit in. That, that was good as hell. Just leave it. See, ah, oh man. I know I, I know a lot of older people are like heard stories like, my, my grandma like was fucking smoking cigarettes a pack a day, and she yeah. made it to like 115, which is super dangerous anecdotes to hear. Because mm-hmm. then anytime I'm drunk and like light up a cigarette, I'm like, well, you know. Maybe I'll be that person, but deep in my heart, I know that I'm not going to be that fucking person. There's no way. I'm not greasy enough for that. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, Is is anybody addressing what we said, though? Maybe there's a different... Lots of cautionary tales. Lots of people saying, like, well, my grandma was, you know. Yeah. I think he may feel differently when he gets older, or he may feel that living long isn't all it's cracked up to be. Plenty of people focused on a life over safety. I do think trying to change his habits or attitudes isn't going to be good for your relationship. That might be true. Like if you're if you're too. Oh, and that was Relmamnik, Relmamanic, Relmamanic. Yeah, like if you ride him too hard, he might be like, "Fuck this." Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. But that's that's what we were saying before it too. I think just take a reasonably, a reasonable path to it. You know, right. not cut out everything, but also stop trying to indirectly kill yourself. Yeah, I'm just surprised that nobody has you know brought up that this might not just be an old age thing, and you know also could be a a point of some sort of suicidality or, or depressed feelings. Yeah. New account, 971, says, I'm the same way. I'm already bored of this life and nothing excites me anymore. I could go at any minute and feel nothing about it. <laughs> Dear God. And then the person behind it below him sounds like depression, honestly. Yeah. yeah that, that's what depression is, yeah. man. At least one manifestation of it. Yep. So I think that's, that's going to be part of addressing it is, you know. Why you won't die? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jesus. This this one's got me too bummed out. Let's get let's get the hell on to the next one. Okay. I twenty three M can't tell whether my whether my coworker twenty six F likes me, just likes to be contrary to me, or sure do sure <laughs> just likes to be contrary to me, or shoot, how did they spell that? <laughs> or shoot dirty looks at me all the time. Shoot. Dirty looks at me all the time. Dirty but cute. Uh, So there's this woman at work uh, who I don't work with directly, but we cross paths on a daily basis. But early on, she wasn't interested in talking to anyone. And then we started talking to each other. Wow. (laughs) Early on, she started touching me, laughing a lot, and winking at me. 
winking and flashing the peace sign at me, which I know is really common for Asian girls to do. Oh, no. (laughs) We've only been out once together. What? (laughs) Yeah. We've only been out once together, and she brought along her best friend who was visiting from out of town. It was still fun. She set up the vet so there was no expectations on my end, and we still got... And we still got along, and then she got a lot busier at work and seemed a lot less interested. The other day, I ran into her while walking into work. I had to flag her down a little bit, but when we finally started talking, she said she was just tired, which she always says. Threw back her head, uh, threw her head back, and then put her headphones back in. Now that I interact with her, now when I interact with her, she makes fun in a good way of me or shoot me a dirty look like she's angry and then smile. She just actively contradicts or challenges me for fun. At least it seems that way. I'd say she like me, but she'll actively compliment everyone else and then challenge me, albeit everyone else in the office is mostly female. I'll say something when we're in a group, just shooting the breeze, and she'll say, I don't believe you for no reason whatsoever, or that's not true. That was posted by Grouchy Winner. That sounds like this girl is flirting with yeah, him. Yeah, she's flirting, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and he is uh, clearly... You know, perceiving the world in an interesting way <laughs> between not picking up these signals and also, you know, uh, holding these sacred knowledge of the uh, favorite action of Asian women everywhere, yeah, which is, true. of course, winking and throwing up the peace sign. Yeah, wink and flash that peace <laughs> sign, all Asian girls across the world. Is is that a, is that a stereotype? Is that a thing? I, I think if you... Let's... Okay, I'm going to do a Google search right now for... Winking peace sign. Throw okay. an Asian girl Here on we the go. end of that. And let's, go, let's get right in there. What is that? Oh, I searched Viking. Oh, yep, Asian girls. Yep. Yeah. It's just it's huh. just Asian girls. No, huh. there's a little white girl, bunch of little white girls. Yeah. Here's one of Buddha winking and throwing up a peace sign. <laughs> this seems a little disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, we do all know that Buddha was a, uh, a very kawaii Asian girl. <laughs> Mui kawaii. Uh, as he is always depicted. <laughs> okay. Huh. That's so, a weird one. what's he got to do here? Uh, let's see. Maybe, uh, you know, get a better, get a pre- better perception of, of reality there. Yeah. First of all. Second of all, uh. I don't know if this girl is flirting with you. Flirt back. Yeah. If something happens, maybe maybe ask her out. So she, definitely ask her out sometime. Yeah. Definitely ask her out sometime. She says no. Oh well. You know you tried. And if she says yes, yeah, maybe there's something there. But that's that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely flirting with you. I like the like, but she also compliments other people. Like okay, that mm-hmm. does is completely irrelevant. And then most of them, you know, are women. Okay, even even extra, <laughs> right? Extra meaningless in this situation. This girl is flirting with you. That's that's pretty much it. I think he knows it too. How do you know that a girl is flirting with you? Hmm. Uh, see, I'm a bad person to ask. I've always been bad at this stuff. Oh fuck, me too, dude. Yeah, I always just have to bring up like this super direct, you know. Uh. I'll just ask somebody out to get the definitive answer if I'm unsure yeah. about that, because you can I can tell if somebody you know is is into me, but sometimes it's a little hard to discern if it's just somebody, uh, you know. There's a difference between flirting and being into somebody, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's a woman at work who calls me her work husband and tickles my tummy all the time. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about that? I. Uh, I think it's an interesting diversion. Uh, I know nothing's going to come of it. She got a man. Yeah. But I know it probably, if if that goes south, I can probably get some runoff, some RFP. There you go. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But the the tummy tickle. Yeah. I'd hate that, man. I hate people touching me like that. It's a little extra. But uh, I don't know. It's affection. It's affectionate. The other night she asked me, she's like, do you know of any um, apps for your phone that are like 
that let you send emojis, but like dirty emojis, like somebody like sucking a dick. Jesus. <laughs> was, oh, man. I was like, uh, I do not know of this. Probably Apple wouldn't allow it, but I bet you there's something like that on Android. And she's like, cool, because I had that idea the other day and I wanted to see if I could make it happen. Oh, my God. No, that ruins the whole fun of the, uh, you know, like the, the eggplant, eggplant surprise face emoji. Yeah, man. And the weird moaning one and that spray of water. Like, that's the mm-hmm. fun is you get to combine them into these ridiculous looking sexual innuendos. And it, like the peach, you know, oh, the yeah, peach that is just some peach is so very suggestive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's there already. We don't need a graphic emoji sucking an emoji dick. You yeah. Know? We can, we can make, we can imply that. So easily. It's the subtlety of the emoji language. It always bothers me that the um, the water droplets are going the wrong way from the eggplant. That's true. Like, That's mirror true. the egg, mirror the eggplant for me. <laughs> or just give us, like, different directions for the water droplets. Yeah. You know? Give us some the green, diverse the water green droplets. the green stem at the top is clearly not the head. Hmm. Yeah, it is. And it's pointing towards oh, the left. that is the head. Yeah, oh, that's got to be the head. <laughs> Forget that I ever said it's that. It's got to be the glands, the very, the very green seconds. glands. Yeah, so the rounded purple part on the bottom is clearly not the head. <laughs> yeah, we'll just put that in and uh, forgive my ignorance. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to make a soundboard of, uh, of your voice saying different things and make you say horrible things. Oh, that'll be good times. I'm going to do that. Or we can just have episodes... Or you make like uh, there's a there's a couple Comptown episodes where they made a uh, they made a soundboard for one of the hosts, and mm. when he was gone, they would just use a soundboard, which was just like ten different very obnoxious distinctive laughs, <laughs> and then like a couple choice quotes. And that was the first episode, maybe the second episode I listened to, and I just thought he was in the episode. <laughs> like Finch had to tell me later, like no, it was like a soundboard episode. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, hopefully I can't just be replaced by a soundboard. I'd like to think that, uh, you know. You bring a little more analysis. All right. So just ask her out. We could yeah. make a soundboard of, of one of us saying that. Just ask her out. And just smash that goddamn butt on everyone. Because that's, that's how this constantly goes. Yeah. Be direct with a person about how you feel. Ask her out. Record those two. Put it on the space bar. Just boom. Just smash boom, it. Boom. 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 Smash, smash, smash will be solving relationship problems left and right. Yeah, then you can use uh, the drinking bird like Homer. Oh, there you go. Uh, that's a good reference. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's from the episode where he gets as fat as I am. <laughs> I don't want to look like a weirdo. I'll take the boo-boo. <laughs> uh, and then his fat ass saves the town. I love it. Do you want to read this next one? Okay. Am I a, ca- a crazy controlling GF? And this one is by Atari 0268798. I'm having a hard time trusting my boyfriend. Part of me feels like I'm overreacting and overthinking, but then I also feel like I have the right to feel the way that I feel. So the reason the re- these are the reasons I don't trust my boyfriend. Somebody tell me if I'm tripping. And there's a list. Number one. Was in a relationship when we first started talking, so basically cheated on X with me. He broke up with her as soon as we got serious, but still. Mm. Number two, held another girl's hand, close friend of his for years. Number three, has pictures of other girls in his phone. Number four, flirts and entertains other girls. I don't think he does it intentionally because he's a very outgoing, charming guy, but I know the way girls think, and it def comes off as flirtation. It's his personality. Hmm. I've told him these things bother me and something is always up. I hope it'll stop. I don't want him. I don't want to keep him from hanging with his girlfriends, but I also don't want him doing shady shit. Am I crazy? Guys, would you do this in a relationship? Ladies, would you feel okay about this? TLDR, don't trust my boyfriend due to him being entertaining other girls and he cheated on his ex with me. Wonder if I'm crazy for the reasons I don't trust him. Comma, that's the end. Hmm. <laughs> Comma, that's the end. This is, there is some insecurity happening here. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they always say that 
uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a much more succinct way of saying this, but uh, if he cheats on, how do they say it? I'm going to have to look it up. Once a cheater, always a cheater or whatever. Yeah. Or specifically, like, if he cheated on his ex with you, then he's going to cheat on you. Yeah. I, that's that's a pretty reasonable assumption, too. Yeah. I think that says a decent amount about somebody's character because it's, you know, shitty and disrespectful, even if it's about to end. Yeah. You know? Uh, just just do that, you know? What do we think of this hand-holding business? Uh, man. Because I, like, I want more Close friend for years. For yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not much of a hand-holder. Especially, you know, if it was just some close, close girlfriend like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that's heinous, but I don't know. It's not, it's not good. It's, it's kind of shitty. I'm in the, I'm in the, uh, um, John Travolta in Pulp Fiction camp, uh, when it comes to handholding, uh, cause you know, in, and I say that because of his stance on foot massages, uh, uh, that like you're saying it doesn't mean anything. I'm saying it does. Oh yeah, the foot massage especially. Is it, it, is it as bad as eating out a pussy? No, but it's in the same ballpark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I gotta agree with that. It's you know, I'm sure there's some cultural relativity to this, but definitely yeah. here there's there's some there's some suggestion there. And then the pictures of other girl on his phone. Yeah. I get that because, like, I don't know, my phone goes back a year. There's yeah. tens of thousands of pictures because memes get auto-saved. But there's a <laughs> difference between, like, consciously, I'm going to keep nudes of other girls when I'm dating somebody on my well, phone. Well, we don't know if they're is, nudes. That's true. And nudes yeah, are definitely automatic saves for me. Those stick around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even even if you're in a relationship, do you, oh, keep, you keep the old nudes? Certainly. You got to keep the nudes. That's fucking gold, man. <laughs> Do you, would you tell would you tell the girl you're dating though that you have the nudes? Uh, depending on her proclivities, I might be like, "Yo, check this shit out." <laughs> might be like, "Girl, look at this." Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Well, clearly, clearly, this one's clearly this one's not all right with yeah, it. She's not about that. Um, yeah. So, and he flirts and entertains other girls. So that's like. I think that some people just come off as flirty. I am told that I have that vibe, that I just come 100%. off as flirty all the time. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so maybe don't worry about that. Um, you got to yeah, look. I think you, that's the least big of a deal in this in this little grocery list. Yeah. You got to look out for the big signs uh, being like avoidant behavior. Like if he's avoiding you, then that could mean something. Or if um, if he drastically like if he makes like a big change in his um, in his appearance, like if he like oh, I don't know I just got a new haircut you know I'm just like yeah. <laughs> that could mean that he's looking to, <laughs> looking to get more looking to get some strange yeah I don't know I I would go with talk to him about it tell him those things make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but but also have a have a you know have a little tolerance for that, particularly that last one. If he comes off as flirty towards other people, I, I I don't know. I think it's a good instinct that she's worried about coming off as controlling. That's good stuff. Yeah, def- definitely, definitely. She seems to be coming at it from the from the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I've always because I've been somebody who's had anxiety in past relationships. Sometimes about stuff like this, when it's just as simple as male friends. This is like when I was when I was younger, and ultimately, I think the mindset you have to take is you're dating this person. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're in a relationship with you. You got to give them the benefit of the doubt. If something comes up and you you know something does happen, then then end it. And they've lost that trust. But you know, in general, they're they're dating you. You know. You, mm-hmm. Don't date somebody unless you, unless you, you know, are, are, are trusting of them. Yeah. You got to have some level of trust in a relationship. The foundation of a relationship is trust. You got to be able to count on them to do the right thing. And once you can't anymore, then it's probably over. Boom. Boom. 
Boom. And then, but also it can reflect a little bit on, on yourself. If you're, if you're having anxiety or insecurity about yourself and this other person, you get anxious about, you know, them talking to other people, you know, one that can distance them and make them feel, uh, uncomfortable. And, uh, I mean, two just can be a sign that perhaps you need to work on your own anxiety, but this particular one, as you said, I, the fact that she even brought up worrying about being controlling and is, you know, pointing out that she understands some of this stuff, I I think it's pretty reasonable, and I think she just needs to talk to him about it. Mark? Uh, I think we should do one more. I'm with you. Uh, I, 35M, want to try online dating and need some advice. Hello, Reddit. English is not my first language, so I want to say sorry advance for sorry in advance for any mistakes. You're already like leagues ahead of a bunch of other posters on Reddit, so you're good. <laughs> so I've been single for about five years, and it seems don't look for love and love finds you or something like that doesn't work out for me. I meet a lot of people and I have crushes, but it takes a long time for me to fall in love. By the time I can imagine more, in quotes, I'm very good friends with the woman and I don't want to risk the relationship, had bad experiences. Also, I never really get a vibe that she is interested. My last two relationships and happened because the women were very pushy and I felt flattered. My first issues are profile pictures. I don't think I'm particularly ugly, but I'm not comfortable with my photo online. But of course, everybody wants to know what are they getting themselves into. Any tips or advice? I have a disability. I understand for some people that's a problem and that's okay, but what, at what time do I tell them? How do I choose the right platform for me? I have no interest in one night stands just in relationships. I'm really nervous. Are there any tips you can give me? Thanks a lot. And that was posted by throw me away. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, C. 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 Uh, does anybody ask in the comments anything about him? What the disability is he's talking about? Uh, he hasn't answered at all, but high snobriety yeah. asked about it. Um, and I think that would be interesting information to have, but not strictly necessary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just curious before yeah, yeah. before going into the specifics on this. Me too. Uh, high angle. You got to get that. Pro, the profile picture's got to come from an angle above your nose. <laughs> I know that for sure. Professional. Yeah, you got to get that. You got to get that high angle. Uh, pictures of you when you were lighter, when you were not as. <laughs> Like, before you gained all the weight. That's important. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Because then in those situations, you know, you got the pictures like that. Then you yep. go out and you're looking a lot different. Yeah. You know, you want to <laughs> you want to filter out, you know, make sure people are into what you actually look like before you go out. I would lean more towards if you're feeling uncomfortable about your appearance, you know, start a gym routine. Maybe mm -hmm. look into changing up your wardrobe. Cause yeah. Dressing well is a huge thing. That is actually uh, enormous. It has more yeah. to do with how you look. Like, your personal grooming habits and your clothes have more to do with how you look than anything else. Absolutely. And, you know, and the haircut goes in there, too. Oh, my God, so, yeah. I'm so shaggy right now. with that. Sort, sort that stuff out. But then, yeah, I mean, also try to try to take a more flattering picture you feel good about. Mm -hmm. And if you can't figure that shit out, ask, ask a friend. You know, maybe somebody who takes some selfies and be like, hey... Uh, this is a strange question, but how do I, you know, help me out? Yeah. I think if somebody, I think if somebody asked me that, I'd, I'd be like, that's pretty funny, but hell yeah. Like, let's, let's figure this out. I'd be like, okay, girl, fucking photo shoot. <laughs> Come on out. We'll pull out my old iPhone four. I got a flashlight. We can duct tape to the ceiling to really get this lighting going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you described just sounds like the set of a snuff film. Like that's not. Oh, dear God. That's not what you're looking for. <laughs> you're going to want a metal chair, uh, maybe a single bare light bulb dangling from the ceiling, and preferably be some drip, dripping pipes in the background to really uh, stat the stage, give you an air of mystery. <laughs> Pretty fucking mysterious. Oh, yeah. But also, he keeps saying... Uh, what he was, it gets to the point where he's friends with these people or it takes too long to fall in love, or whatever the heck he said. And it sounds like he's on a dating app. Yep. I think he's thinking ahead of himself here. I yep. think he needs to take the, the strategy of you match with somebody, you think they're cute. Yeah, you talk to him a little bit. You know, if you're getting along, you ask him out. 
And if it works, then, you know, keep seeing them and see what happens. You know, it doesn't have to be, oh, my God, I'm in love with this person. Just find somebody you think is cute and you can talk to and you like and go out with them and see if it works. Yeah. Just keep keep going out with people. That's all. That's all it takes. It's not going to work out 90% of the time, but you gain experience and eventually, you know, you find the right person. Yeah. Very, very straightforward. Absolutely. I think we did a good job. Yeah. I think we yeah. helped this person out. I hope I hope this works out for you. And uh, <laughs> if anybody's not going to be into you because of a disability, fuck them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's that just that just filters people out. I think that's you know I w- maybe not lead with with heavier stuff like that, but mm-hmm. you know definitely bring that up and yeah that that filters out potentially shitty people. Absolutely. All right, let's uh, let's get into some housekeeping stuff. Uh, I want to mention, which I haven't mentioned before, but should have been mentioning this whole time, that our uh, intro and outro music is the song Hanging On by Knower. Uh, they're a really great band out of uh, Los Angeles, and I love them very much. And you can find their music at knowermusic.com, or .bandcamp.com. That's knowermusic.bandcamp.com. Highly recommend. Some yeah. very weird... Great vocals, electronic, dancey, interesting, strange. Yeah. Very good synth pop band. Yes. Uh love them very much. Uh our Patreon is up. You want to hit him with that uh with that Earl? Yeah, let's pop that sucker up right here. Our Patreon URL is patreon.com slash one word radio free tote bag. We currently have zero patrons, but we do have two potential tiers. Tier number one is the Helpy Boy. Throw us a dollar or more per month, and you'll you know you'll be big in our book. We'll, yeah, we'd very much appreciate it. Yeah, but of course, upgrade to the super healthy boy of ten dollars a month. We'll get you that piece of real estate on my bedroom wall for whatever picture you'd like. Yeah, and we will update an image of the wall every time we add a picture. And my wall is looking bleak as hell right now, Arthur. Yeah. So I'd I'd really like to get some stuff up there, e- even if it's heinous. I'd prefer if people were nice to me, but you know. <laughs> A wall of smiling faces would definitely be better than a wall of goatsies, but we will stick to our commitment and put whatever you send up there as long as it's not illegal. <laughs> I st- oh, God, that idea still just fucking geeks me all the way out. Just a love wall it. of goatsies. Oh, yeah. 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 And then we will see me become single very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to work on uh, getting our hosting updated, but now, uh, you know, tell all your friends to... Go check us out at, uh, what is it, podient slash radiofreetotebag.co. Uh, no, radiofreetotebag.podient, P-O-D-I-A-N-T dot co. And yeah, I think we're going to look at some different hosting options here so we can get this in, in more places. And also because I still can't figure out how to pronounce the name of this site. Podient. Podient? Podient. Pody Ant. It's actually a podiatrist ant who started the site. He likes to listen to podcasts while he uh, fixes up the feed of other ants. <laughs> and so he hosted, you know, set up this hosting site. Yeah. Really great guy. He has three times the work. Because they have uh, six, they have six legs, so they, they don't uh, have man. That was good. It took me too too long to react. <laughs> don't to. don't oversell it. That bad. was not good. <laughs> that was re- it was reasonable. That was reasonable. Oh, man. I'm going to leave you with that. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Final, oh, oh, final, oh, oh, final, oh, oh, final, final, final oh, housekeeping. Oh, our oh, current picture, oh. our current picture logo is just stolen from a Mag and Mog comic, which is a great oh, comic yeah. series Plug about them. depression, drugs, and relationships uh, by Simon Hanselman. I think he's out of the UK. Anyways, we're totally stealing that image right now. If anybody uh, would be interested in doing a logo for us, uh, we'd be really happy to talk to you and you know figure out what uh what sort of payment would be reasonable for that because yeah we gotta we gotta get a cool logo going yeah maybe like a tote bag with our faces on it you know? yeah or like a tote bag radio fusion and the speakers are coming out of our mouths of our heads mounted on the side of the speaker tote bag maybe That's a cool. radio busting out of a cell hell yeah somehow like a anthropomorphic radio He's just out of there, like the Kool-Aid man, but he's just a big radio. He's and he's carrying the hell out. And he's carrying a tote bag. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Me we too. have the artistic direction, just not the visually artistic skill. 
That's right. Help us out. Lack that entirely. All right. I think that sums it up. This has been your Radio Free Tote Bag for the week. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, In the meantime, I'm Arthur. And I'm Donovan. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Good shit. Until the end, it's time.